0: Hi, welcome to AHN, this is the ARM Spectrum, we are Aditi, Rishikesh and Mukund. So basically we are an ever-growing community involved in discussing and spreading light on the intricacies of life and we are aiming to create a platform which can talk about these topics which are generally overlooked, so welcome to the conversation.
1: So, Aditi,
2: yeah.
1: uh, you told us that you had come across a very beautiful quote by right. some Greek philosopher. Right. Can you introduce him to us?
2: Yeah. So, I was on my Chrome and I had this customized thing. And, like, I thought, you know, the secret to happiness is freedom, and the secret to freedom is courage. By wow. Yeah by Thucydides mm-hmm. and I apologize for my pronunciation. No problem. Yeah. And at that point of time, like somewhere, you know, like I was looking for happiness. I was like, everything in my life is good. You know, everything is going fine. But it's just like, I feel happiness is something that, you know, every day you should feel that. And somewhere I was not because like wo restriction wala feeling hota, you know? like I was feeling that too. So it was like oh my god when i came across this i was like everything makes sense <laughs> so yeah interesting
1: okay that's that's something like the quote really has a very very like i don't know how to frame it it's got some weight to it and uh, mukund you happened to look this up when aditi told you about this like you lo- you looked up the guy can you can you just tell us who he is because oh. it's quite crazy to think that this man Came up with this quote, happiness is, you know, the secret of happiness is freedom, and the secret of freedom is courage. Like, it's blowing my mind
0: right now. Okay. Definitely, and uh, with respect to mind blowing, uh-huh. this was the same way I, I felt when Aditi shared the quote with me. So, that is the reason I was intrigued to look up the person because, what is it? So, I wanted to kind of do a background check Uh and uh, I am always interested in Greek history as well as mythology. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: background checks are very important for everyone that we talked
0: about. (laughs) Absolutely, I completely agree. So, um, I just found out a couple of things uh, using uh, Britannica Okay. and uh, let me just, I have summed it on points. So, Mm -hmm. I'll just try to summarize it as quick as possible. Sure. Sure. Uh, Thucydides was somebody who was born in Greece. He was brought up in Athens, but he was not completely Athenian. He had a little bit of a Thracian heritage because his mom was from the deserts of Greece.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: he was somebody who was completely intellectual, an influential person in Athens. He was Because he was born and brought up in Athens, he even got promoted to the ranks of military and he became a naval commander for Athens and as we all would be knowing Athens has a huge naval base as compared to the army base of Sparta their complete rivals at that point of time and uh, Thucydides was somebody who existed during the Peloponnesian War which happened around 400 BC so the problem with this person was he Failed to do a couple of tasks which he was assigned to in the Athenian navy and he was uh, dismissed. He was allowed to go off and never return to Athens. So that's when he decided to find out about history and get into psychology and philosophy. There his journey began where he shifted towards Sparta because that was the first point of influence which he could find against Athens and he started socializing with people over there and he... We would all, I was shocked to read this because he was a friend of Socrates. And uh, the mind-blowing thing is they existed in the same time period. They were friends as a later on thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has written a book about the complete war which happened between Sparta and Athens. And the book is named History. Just History. Just
2: Just History.
0: That's the name of the book. It is divided into eight volumes and the division has also been done by somebody of the next generation. So, he oh. himself did not, you know, it was in a crude format and it was later on edited. Right. From this we can kind of conclude that the book was at that level of information where it had to be detailed and compiled and divided.
2: It was a raw raw knowledge about it and then it was later on refined so that people could understand. Yeah.
1: Like, you, you know <laughs> that content is strong when you yeah. have a lot of people
0: involved after your you know, death, Indian after so. your passing. Uh, I expect nothing more from an Athenian because they are considered to be the most intellectual people and uh, as compared to the bodybuilder Spartans. <laughs> right. well, I, I well. see
2: your prejudice here. <laughs> okay.
0: You no, but I think it's
1: it's okay. I mean, in in Mukund's experience, I think... Uh, we are aware of from where the source is coming. Thank you for pointing it out. Please
2: elaborate.
0: Well, uh, I, I will let him do. Okay.
2: Um.
0: So, I am really intrigued by the source and the origin of things because the moment I read the quote, I rather than directly jumping to the implications and understanding the meaning of the quote, I wanted to find out about the history of the person and what circumstances made him go through it. And that is the reason I did a background check on the person as well. So that I could understand what led him to, to that particular thought process.
2: Right.
0: And this is an influence of being a legal student on me. Because it's it's just how I'm training yeah. myself to be. <laughs> right.
1: Okay. That's, that's good. I mean, I can relate to uh, considering the life that Thucydides had. Sorry. Uh, I... I kind of had the same thing, like if if someone comes and tells you, okay, you were given a task, you're not going to do this or you did this in this way, but it is wrong and you're exiled. What do you do then? You think you literally are pushed into that zone of thinking, why did he say that to me? I gave my all, I gave my blood, sweat and tears and still this person is saying, no, I'm not satisfied with what you've done. What do you do then? you try to learn about the psychology and I think that's what he, uh, you know, he, that, that that's the thing that drove him to do that. So That's quite fascinating.
2: Right. So, I am a type of a person, okay, like I read this and I could just read to it quickly to myself or to my life. So, thinking about the person who, you know, said it was a very secondary thing that didn't even cross my mind mm-hmm. until we had this conversation. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so let's kind of get into the zone of dissecting this quote and see where we can go with this because I think all three of us are in that zone and people who are listening to this are also in the zone. So why not we kind of let go
2: yeah. our
1: uh, zone and then just see. Okay, So the secret to happiness is freedom and the secret to freedom is courage. Now, when I look at this quote, I see freedom being used twice. Okay. Somewhere I feel the UCDDs was in the zone of actually contemplating what is freedom. So, I would like to begin with that. What do you guys think is freedom from your life, from your experience, anything
0: like that?
2: Right. So, like when I was thinking about what freedom is, like I listen to Spotify a lot, I listen to music a lot and you know, Spotify may add aata hai You feel the wind blowing through your hair and all of that explanation So I was like, is that freedom or is that exhilaration? Okay Because, like when the wind is blowing through my hair, Mm
0: -hmm. like
2: I feel peace Mm -hmm. But is that peace freedom? Or is freedom something else completely? Because, you know,
1: it's like, okay, what? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, makes sense, makes sense. Not an issue. Okay. Mm. Exhilarating and freedom. Hmm. That's a good point. you.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> placed
1: it. Uh, placed it on a table there. what do you have to say to this?
0: My views regarding freedom are a little, I wouldn't say controversial, but a little out of the blue, because mm-hmm. And this is just based on the perspective I have found freedom in my life. Right. Freedom to me has been a gift or a reward, I would say, which has been achieved after struggling a lot. Okay. Okay. And if I look at it on the larger scale, there have been a lot of fights for freedom. Agreed. Considering the history of almost every country in this planet.
2: Especially
0: ours. Especially ours. But the important or the funny thing is, people who, uh, again, I'm using words from this quote and this quote only. People who are happy because of that freedom, realize that those particular unfortunate incidences which happened were happening for a reason. And the ultimate reason was this freedom. Again, while I'm saying this, I'm going in the backwards direction because as per Thucydides, courage comes first. First, then comes freedom, then comes happiness. Right. But rather than looking at it as a flow of events, we... I mean, I personally shift my perspective to a way where these things are happening parallelly, And you are achieving courage, freedom and happiness at the same time, but you are realizing it at different stages of time. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Okay. That's quite heavy
2: yeah
1: what what have you been through in your life
2: <laughs> but no, no let's I'm, keep no,
1: no. that for another day. <laughs> <movie. laughs> sure sure why not ah that's that's quite heavy guys i mean yeah from what i uh, pictured when i uh, heard this quote was that and of course the first thought that came to my mind was the question what is freedom and listening to you both it's kind of um okay let me frame it in this way people who are not free can also still feel freedom
2: agreed
1: in a very weird way in, yeah, in a very twisted uh, way twisted way right and people who are uh, who have been not free feel that the freedom is on the other side
2: the grass is greener type of situation yeah
1: the grass is greener on the other side but right. i have also heard a couple of songs where the lyric has been changed that the grass is not always greener on mm. the other side. Yeah. So then where or what the you know the, the, the fundamental question arises, what exactly is freedom then? Is freedom subjective? Is freedom objective? How can you see it? Because it's 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 heavy. It's very heavy. Because nineteen forty seven, if uh, you know I have to take right. that, India won its freedom
2: yeah. from what? Colonialization.
1: Okay. (laughs) Colonialization. What form of colonization? Aren't we right now in a very weird way of colonialization of, you know, uh, things which can be attributed as globalization? Yeah. Do we have an Indian aspect to ourselves?
2: That, okay. Just on that point, the Mm -hmm. Indian aspect to Mm -hmm. our Indian lives Mm -hmm. that we live is Mm -hmm. very twisted. And Indeed. this is something that we I feel that we should strongly discuss in much greater detail. Definitely. So we definitely will have another podcast about this thing.
0: Definitely. Yes ma'am? Thinking about the thing you just mentioned about the freedom struggle of nineteen throughout the ages, which ended fortunately in nineteen forty seven. Uh, it got me thinking about the parameters which exist for Happiness, freedom, and courage. Mm-hmm. Again, the three words used in the quote. Right. Because these things, these three emotions or characteristics which exist are in the are in existence in the minutest way possible, as well as the globally accepted huge cosmic level possible. Okay. And when you ask whether they are subjective or objective. I would be of an opinion that they are both. I am pushed towards it because of the individuality of those particular things as well as the union of every single person's lives and every single person's freedom into that particular aspect. Because when you think about it and in your own example, people in India, they were... If you think about the people who were under the British rule and they were working for the British happily, Mm -hmm. They were happy, so they forgo like they forgot their freedom. Okay. There were also people who weren't free and were not happy. Right. But when we include all these people together, the nation as a whole was not free. Right. Okay. So there, the aspect of individuality as well as the union comes into picture. Yeah. Beautifully put. Beautifully put. So, let, if I have to uh, take some
1: points from what you just said and dial out the parameters of freedom. It is on an individual level, you have to feel a bit of liberation where you're not tied down by something and you're allowed to do what you want to do or wish to do under the norms of the collective people or collective individuals, which is not hampering them, but at the same time is not giving them all the benefits It's just smoothly, cohesively balanced. Mm -hmm. And when everyone agrees on this, they can feel a sense of freedom. Which in a way loosely translates to a balanced flow of things. Unrestricted, but restricted in a particular way. Makes sense? Makes beautiful sense.
2: Exactly. Alright.
1: So now that kind of we have understood what freedom Mm -hmm. is. I Un- want to know. Yeah. Yes, go We've ahead.
2: understood freedom on a very loose terms. It is. Because, mean. like, I, freedom, like, now that we're thinking about is about it, whatever we thought freedom was, it's, it's just breaking out of those, you know, concepts or constructs that yeah. we've had, like, yeah. okay, you are free, you have freedom, you know, your parents say you have freedom, because, I mean, shouldn't we all have freedom? <laughs> like, I, okay, so it's like you okay so when you say you have freedom that wow. means you have the capacity to restrict me
1: okay okay but
2: when our parents say that you know i'm giving you so much freedom so you mean that you're not restricting me and that is a good thing why should anyone be restricted like we all have our lives and as people as good people it's up to us like how do we life? How do we want our life to take a path? And when we have external factors kind of restricting that flow, it's awful.
0: that something to say on this. Yeah. Again, on the way you beautifully pictured uh, your freedom being restricted by someone else. Uh, the first thought which came to me was a bird locked in a cage, kept as a pet in somebody's house. And when somebody after keeping it as a pet for so long and just opens the cage and lets the bird fly away it imagine if i was i was in that person i would feel that i am giving that bird freedom Mm -hmm. but for the sake of this example let's assume that my father is the one who had bought this particular bird and kept it in the cage in the first place so i should not be entitled to feel that i am giving the bird freedom because being out in the open sky is something which it which it rightfully is supposed to be yeah. I am just returning those particular rights exactly and wow. this is an example I really wanted to portray because it perfectly des- defines what you just, uh, right. Aditi just yeah.
1: mentioned Wow. so on that note I have a question which might blow your
2: minds,
1: (laughs) we have these things called natural sanctuaries and natural parks which kind of are enclosures but are enclosures on a very large scale scale, which kind of gives you an illusion that the animals inside are protected and are free yet they can't go beyond a bound. Classic example which comes to my mind is from this movie um, Madagascar i don't know if it's 1 yeah. 2 or 3 where uh, all the you know uh, uh, all our beloved characters are now in africa mm-hmm. and marty apparently gets lost or he, he chooses to be one amongst all the zebras who, who look just like him i mean that's hilarious firstly mm-hmm. secondly uh I, I, I forgot the name of the li- the lion guy um, i'm sorry but yeah so the lion guy goes and he is uh, calling out to him, he's trying to, you know, right. tell him that, Hey, listen, I'm sorry. Trying to convince him for whatever reasons happened in the previous scene. And then we see that he is wanting to go beyond the boundary right. to accomplish a particular task. Mm-hmm. Again, in Africa, in Africa. I want to say, I want, I want to say it again. In Africa, (laughs) we have a natural sanctuary, or a national park, or whatever that thing is. I'm sorry, please uh, correct me in the comments later on. That uh, there is a boundary that these animals have to cross, and nowhere in the entire movie we see that the boundary is there, and it is just giving us an illusion of the fact that people are free, like those animals are free. How? So doesn't this, Mukund kind of play out in a weird way that you said, that that you kind of pointed out? We are not really giving anyone freedom. We are giving giving them, like we are making them think that they have the freedom. We are giving them the, uh, you know, liberty of the thought that, hey, listen, you know, I'm giving you your right back, but Actually,
2: we are not. We are. I would like to just paraphrase it maybe. Sure. Because it might make sense. Sure. We are like letting them reclaim what was theirs in the
1: beginning. Yet
0: not giving it's them a, the complete yeah. reclamation. Right. Does it make sense? It does make sense. But uh, because I am a human
2: <laughs> and
0: uh, I have this instinctive need to justify whatever is happening right. because only then will i be able to make peace with it mm-hmm. <laughs> so that i don't find fault in it okay i want to put the thing in a way that those uh, enclosures which you mentioned right. national parks and wildlife right. sanctuaries right. they are made as a restrictions for humans That's for right. not approaching those particular areas wow. so indirectly the restriction is upon us
2: but we don't what feel f- it
0: we don't feel it i completely agree to that because On any level, compensating in part doesn't mean compensating in full because we have reclaimed, we have claimed all the forest area and we have built it upon ourselves for ourselves and we are giving them something back. It is not the perfect solution. Definitely. But again, being a human, I'm trying to defend all humans I agree. And, uh...
2: <laughs> Defending is the first tactic that we, you know, go to when we hear these sort of claims. So, yeah. when he was talking, in my mind, I was screaming, okay, wait, no, I have to say this. But then I was like, okay, we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get whacked after this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to see you guys in the next one. Yeah, go on. You, go you on. live, you <laughs> live. <laughs> yeah, so the only thing I wanted to say was, uh, I personally am convincing myself that whatever is happening is right because of the fact that we uh, in this particular scenario, the restriction is upon the human beings to as ex- to as high as an extent as possible and uh, we should of course do better and we I can. see a lot of governments who are trying towards it right. and it, it soothes my heart. That's yeah. good. As you were talking,
1: I got a couple of revelations of sorts. One of them being, here we are trying to, uh, I don't know how to put it, play God in loose terms by actually returning things back to the animals, which weren't asked to take in the beginning, but be like, no, you know what? I'm sorry that I did this. If this thing works and you forgive us, we'll be great. We'll We'll be glad.
2: You know. yeah you Yeah, kind of like that
1: yet again we are like no we have done a great deed we have we have we have made animals you know be one with each other I mean if you can focus on talking about these concepts which and you know which which kind of encompass this whole core topic of freedom maybe maybe we can also focus uh, on our own lives regarding the same thing because think about it relationships. Mm-hmm. Any aspect of relationship, freedom is the fundamental thing on which either a particular relationship merges or they be, or they break off. And right. whatever we have spoken until now, don't they kind of
2: imply in those senses? Yeah, too.
1: like somewhere to a certain extent, maybe not 100%, maybe not even 50%. At least 10%. The 10% matters so much don't you guys
2: ever? that it can be a game
1: changer exactly and if we just understand it then maybe we can get our happiness if only <laughs> we had the courage to talk about it yeah.
0: isn't it right right yeah, beautifully pretty pretty. so yeah yeah if you have something. i about. just wanted to go on to a previous point about okay. uh, you know giving back something which has been claimed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this uh, this aspect of giving back something even after claiming it, voluntarily or involuntarily, has been glamorized to such an extent. I'm not debating upon whether it's right or wrong, I'm just pointing out a beautiful analogy that I thought of. We see in the newspapers that some huge rich person just forgot their wallet in an auto and the auto wallet drives all the way back and gives the wallet back to the person. Mm -hmm. And we glamorize that particular auto wallet for that act of kindness. I, I, I mean, I completely agree because it needs to be glamorized in this day and age. Kindness is not something which is commonly visible. Yeah. Celebrated under the
1: under the umbrella of glam,
0: glamorization <laughs> right. which people don't understand. Exactly. But uh, focusing on that, if we look at it in the crude terms, the Ottawa is getting recognition for returning something which rightfully belonged to that particular person. The rich mm-hmm. person in yeah. this case. and. Covering up for somebody else's mistake is obviously something which needs to be glamorized and appreciated. And this is just an analogy I thought of, where we as auto are the human beings, and uh, the animals are the rich people. And I am I have zero regrets in calling animals richer than us. And uh, neither do we.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am glad you guys have on it. I hope most of our listeners do too. And, uh, you know, returning the wallet back is just something which we are supposed to do,
2: yeah. is what I feel. Because but in it's... this period of time, in this time frame, it is very important for us to do that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Kindness, honesty and all of these qualities have become so rare to find in people around us, that when we were this person, he was so kind, he could have stolen it, but he went and give it, gave it to him. So it's like, yeah, we need to glamorize it because like it's so uncommon in today's time.
1: It is utterly natural (laughs) to be kind. It is a normal thing. Being positive is good. It is normal. We need to teach this to our kids. Let's not glamorize it. Let's just applaud it. That is good.
2: Recognition and appreciation.
1: Exactly. Because if you glamorize it, then it's like, oh my Lord, I am someone big to just do something this small.
2: Right.
1: Why? Good. You've done a great job. Good. You don't need a chocolate. You just need appreciation. I mean, that's how I think. Yeah. Yet, now that we are on this topic of glamorization (laughs) and all sorts of things, which are very feel goody, goody, goody. goody, (laughs) I wonder, can this be called as one of the parameters of happiness? Or if so, if not, if yes, if no. Still, my question is, what exactly are the parameters of happiness? Because as, again, going back to the quote, the secret to happiness is freedom. We spoke about freedom.
0: Right.
1: We understood it in a more depth, as much as we could. Of course, right. we would love to know more as an impossible. We love to get feedback. Definitely. So, knowing and explaining or expressing whatever we were capable of right now, as of this moment, mm-hmm. I'd love to touch upon the topic of what are the parameters of happiness.
2: Um, so, if I have to say something, mm-hmm. I feel the question that you asked, you know, is kindness is you know giving back to the society something that we can is something that we can consider as one of the parameters for happiness. I think we can do that because. When you are kind to someone else, mm-hmm. like I, okay, I had this beautiful experience that I would like to share with you all. Sure. I was traveling in a bus, and I was sitting like on one of the front seats, and it was morning time, so it was very crowded. And when the bus. Went border, corona. Yeah, before Corona. Before Corona. Okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I had to do this. I couldn't help myself. Sorry. It's
2: okay. So, before this, uh, very you know problematic times that was for many people, I was in a bus wearing a stole and I was just sitting there and a few stops later a really old uh, uncle climbed, I, I mean I don't even want to call him uncle because he he climbed in the bus and he was like you know looking for seat and nobody was willing to get up so I involuntarily I got up and I gave him my seat and mind you it was very crowded. So I I went behind and I just stood because there was some space to stand. and when that uncle got settled into the seat he looked back at me and i smiled at him and mind you I'm wearing a stole so he could just see my smile through my eyes and i smiled he smiled back and his smile was like a thousand watts car you know bulb for me it lit up his whole face and it was like so heartwarming it reminded me of my grandfather and i was just a stranger to him who just gave up his seat and whenever I think about that moment, it just gives me a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. And that peace just, you know, it fills my heart with so much warmth that I feel happy about it. So that one gesture, like, was so beautiful for me that I will never forget that for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And it was one of the happiest part of my day and like part of my month. Wow. So yeah, kindness can be translated into happiness. It will give you peace, which will give you happiness. Okay, I am.
1: I'm actually feeling warm right now because of your experience. Just yeah. listening to your experience, um, Mukund, do you have? Do you feel warm? Firstly, let me ask that with the experience that she shared, or do you have some other thing which can you know?
0: No, I I do feel warm, of course, because uh-huh. the story was really beautiful. The incident was really heartwarming, mm-hmm. and uh, I am not going to contradict it. I just wanted to say something which I said earlier with respect to freedom. Happiness, just like freedom, also has its vast variety of parameters on an individual level as well as a communal level. Right. And when you think about it, every social aspect which exists is basically on an individual thing as well as a communal thing. Okay. For all the economists who are our listeners, uh, macro and micro,
1: <laughs>
0: if it makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, happiness is again subjective, but it is a little more subjective than freedom. It has an objective aspect to it, which can be quantified by the number of ice creams you eat, or the number of movies you watch in a day, or the hours of sleep which you get.
1: Yeah.
0: But happiness on a broader scale when you look throughout your life happiness is something which becomes instantaneous okay. and i would like to use two quotes se sagar banta hai, for all the kids out there and small banate jao large banate jao for all the adults out there <laughs> and uh, we are not uh, you know propagating anything it is just out of
1: everyone's experience we're talking so yeah just want to put it out there
0: Go ahead, Mugan. Continue. Yeah, that's just something I wanted to say. That Can you also I, say that in English, please,
1: if you're
0: okay with that? Okay, I could translate the quote. "Bund um, bund se sagar banta hai basically means every little drop counts and from multiple droplets a sea is made or an ocean, ocean is made. And... Uh, Small Binaate Jau, Large Banate Jau is an advertisement which used to come on TV. I am not sure whether it comes now or not because it's been four years since I stopped watching TV. Oh, <laughs> oh and wow. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Kodos. Thanks to OTT. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so that advertisement, I don't remember what it was of, but uh, that advertisement stuck with, you. stuck with me because it related to Bun Poon Sagar and it basically means start accumulating small and you will end up with a huge thing this this just this one quote which we are using in reference to the main quote it relates to multiple aspects of life not just happiness and freedom and courage it relates to anything which relates to something small building up something big for example taking a small step towards something big or uh, starting a small sequential investment plan (laughs) (laughs) as a retirement benefit.
2: I was wondering when you are going to plug that in. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Uh, I am also a CEA student, so you understand my background of making financial jokes anyways. (laughs) But yeah, my mind works in that way. Anyways, coming back to the topic, happiness again is something which is subjective and can be put into people's perspective by themselves. It is something which is individualistic in nature and somebody needs to go through a lot of knowledge and a lot of experiences to understand what it actually is. Interesting that you said that. And I would like to Mm -hmm. ask the most experienced person in our group. (laughs) What experience? Just because... Come on
1: man, I'm not experienced as such. Dude, there are so many people in this world. 10 billion
2: people. He's just a noob. He's just a noob. It's okay.
1: (laughs) I'm not a
2: noob.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For the people listening and laughing, I know where your minds went (laughs) and also for the gamers and also for the others, but yes, Aditya.
2: Okay. I was going to say something. Okay.
1: You forgot. No problem. Let me talk and then I'll hand it back to you. So as I was saying before I was called a newbie, um, I am not as experienced, but at least I can say that everyone's experience is, you know, important. You cannot deny or, you know, put down other people's experiences because at the end common, when someone comes and talks to you that, hey, listen, this is something that I went through or have gone through. The first thing that you do is acknowledge that. Oh, great, that you have gone through that. I'm sure it has taught you something. Once we learn something out of that experience, we end up in a zone where we try to use it as maybe a form of uh, knowledge base, maybe a form of comparison where we were and where are we now. So if you ask me in terms of the parameters of happiness, definitely there's kindness. Mm -hmm. Definitely there is these small, small uh, things that, that, you know, when accumulated can be made large. Yet what I fundamentally see in all of these is the fact that Accomplishments When you as a human being go through something or are working on something and you reach a place where maybe a problem was solved maybe a task was completed maybe a big dream was accomplished all of these things does lead to, our fee- uh, to us feeling happiness Yet, let me tell you again, happiness is momentary. Right. It's a very good feeling that you feel for one moment and then you are like, What next? What am I supposed to do now? My now God. that I'm here.
2: On that topic, I would like to say, like, whenever sure. I have accomplished something huge, you know, like, Koi, uh, kuch life mein, that happiness just lasts for like three minutes. And after that, I'm like, okay, is is it? Exactly it's right. Kya kya, like, what? Like I didn't I didn't go through all of this just to experience like such a small period of happiness.
1: Yet on that note, you also have to understand the fact that even if it is like very momentary, as Mukund said, small small drops make a big sea or ocean. These small small moments of happiness mm-hmm. if you Accumulate them back to back or rhythmically in a consistent manner, Mm -hmm. you will actually feel happy.
0: Isn't it, guys? When you said this, something just clicked in my brain. And uh, the way we were talking about animals and giving them freedom, freedom was something which is rightfully theirs. Right. On the same lines, happiness is something which is rightfully ours. And when we do experience those moments of happiness, Uh we are actually reclaiming something which should already be there. And the moments where we are not happy, it is obviously because something else has claimed that happiness from us. That is restricting our freedom.
2: Wow. Okay. Okay.
1: On that note, let me ask you this. You are talking about reclamation and, you know, uh, it is ours, it is theirs. Okay. What if a particular happiness or a particular moment, which will give us happiness was not at all needed for us? Like we just saw it and we felt like, no, if I do that, I'm going to be happy. But later on, you realize that you actually need not do that at all. It was not going to give you anything. It was not going to add anything to your life. So, the reason why I'm saying this is because, and I think Aditi would be able to you know, help me out in this. Meditation, spirituality and all these things, somewhere we look at it in a way where we are trying to just focus on what actually makes us happy, what actually makes us us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we let go of the other things which we are not wanting or it's not needed in our lives, but then we just have that thought that we do.
2: I completely agree with that because like to sum up both of your points I felt that like okay give me a minute.
1: Sure, we do have a minute.
2: <laughs> Mokun said that you know happiness is like you know there are these spaces that have re- that have been claimed and we are reclaiming them but I feel that instead of using the word reclaimed and claimed we can say occupied Because there are so many moments in our life or so many things that we think have been occupied with so many unnecessary things. Like, I am stressed, Just this is an example, okay? I am stressed about my friend not replying to me when I needed her. Like, why am I stressed about it? Like, do I, like, actually need, need her? Like, okay, might be in a crisis, I would need her. But if it's just some normal random thing, it's like, why am I creating anxiety or worry about a single text why am I Correct. spending my energy in that mm-hmm. instead I just like okay fine this person is not replying to me I just need to okay, be with myself I just need to you know listen to music do something and for me if I listen to music it gives me happiness because some lyrics are so amazing that it just touch my heart and some artists are my favorite artists so I, listening to their voice makes me happy so instead of expa- exp- giving your energy towards thinking about things that wouldn't even matter in a couple of hours do something that actually makes you happy and also to the Shikesh's point okay we were talking about you were talking about spirituality and meditation So what do we do in meditation? We just let go of all of the distractions so that we can connect with ourselves. And to be honest, like the things that make me the most happy is like when I'm meditating and I'm just with myself. People like when you get happiness from external stimulation, it is like it lasts for a really short time. Like if you were to ask me, like, Okay, who made you the most happy? I'd say like my mom made me happy when she did this, my friends made me happy when they did that. But like, if like I have to relive that happiness, it would be kind of hard for me to go back to that moment. But whereas, if you ask me, when was the time that you felt like amazing? I would be, okay, I was meditating here and I just felt liberated. Mm -hmm. I just felt authentically me. And that made me happy. And this is a, okay so since i was talking about external stimulation and all of that stuff like we like we've heard this a lot you know key relationships may you know you should not depend on other people your, or your partners to make you happy you have to be happy on your own your partner has to be happy on your own and when you come together you celebrate that happiness and share it with each other
1: right i mean that what you said last <laughs> was just brilliant because that takes me back to a post that I saw of uh, Will Smith and uh, Jada Smith.
2: Yeah,
1: that was beautiful. Like I mean, this
2: this was based on them
1: Exactly. I mean, see, aren't they amazing people?
2: Yeah, they Not are. There
1: yet, coming back to the topic, when I just was listening, see, it's just the beauty of this. I mean, when you talk to people like them and you're just chilling with them and you just have a random talk, you get realizations, and it's just crazy when I realize something. So what i realized was the fact that like bookan said like aditi said the fact of the matter is happiness is an it's an it's a feeling that comes along when you have the liberation or the liberty to do things in an unrestricted way
2: Mm-hmm. which
1: kind of is, you know, okay. I am now not getting the words when I want to. Damn. It's okay. Okay. Wait. I got this. I got this. Bear with me, people. <laughs> I got this.
2: Okay.
1: Reclaim <laughs> you your thoughts. You got talks.
2: this.
1: <laughs> Reclaim. Thank you, Mukund. Thank you for getting me back into the one. Okay. So, taking Tuesday Didi's quote, the secret to happiness is freedom Freedom of expression, freedom of liberation from any restrictions, which are put on you by others. You can restrict yourself into a particular aspect of things, but you don't want anyone restricting you. Freedom to, um, you know, do things your own way, understand things the way you, you know, your, your strength, your uh, weaknesses and doing things like the way you want to, which fits the best, you know, Uh, plan of action that you have freedom to uh, love freedom to you know go bonkers go crazy freedom to be yourself I think that's what at the end amounts to happiness and when you have these things that I just said in multiple areas of your life definitely you're gonna be happy on a consistent level why because you are doing not just one particular thing throughout your day right (laughs) you you are doing multitude of things and if you understand these particular aspects in your day-to-day lives or in your maybe in one of in one day of your life you're doing all of these things and you understand this particular aspect in all of those things you are going to get happiness or happy moments consistently rhythmically periodically and why won't it lead you to you know being happy throughout your day i'm not saying that you should not feel sad sadness is also an aspect negative emotions are also an aspect but you should not restate yourself in them again restriction leads to sadness leads to not being happy when you liberate yourself from that restriction you be happy i just want to point out one thing that whenever we are in a sad state or a negative state it is a restriction that at times is put on us by us. Wow. It is not put by other people. Mukund is going crazy. Mukund, <laughs> explode.
0: Come okay. on. Let your energy come out. Two free. points. <laughs> two points. The first thing would be, I just found out two parameters for happiness and uh, freedom as well. And I will be going to courage. So, it would be relatable. Uh, the When Aditi mentioned the example of not just letting go of the fact that okay i don't need to rely upon my friend sending me a text so that i can be happy she is letting go of something and the happiness is getting induced into her post that when she listens to music Mm -hmm. the musical aspect enhances the existing happiness so the two parameters would be something which induces happiness which is bringing the happiness scale above zero and the enhancing aspect of it, which is a multiplier which enhances the existing happiness. Mathematically speaking, if you have a huge multiplier, let's say 100 but your happiness is at zero, that multiplier is going to have no use. The second point where I wanted to go towards Mm -hmm. was the last aspect of this quote, which is courage. When you put restrictions on yourself or when others put restrictions on you or when you want to put restrictions on other people, which basically just uh, describes our whole society, putting restriction or letting go of a restriction requires courage. Letting go of a freedom or sacrificing that freedom for something also requires courage. Mm -hmm. And maybe that is why the first step is courage as it is mentioned in the quote. What do you guys think?
2: One sec. Before we move on, I have to be really cheesy right now. Okay. You have to free yourself from all of these negative emotions that you're feeling. Like, it's all temporary, like, you know, like sometimes it might not be, but it just, you are holding on to those things, so let go of those things. Because okay. these things won't matter in the long run.
0: Okay. In uh, Big Bang <laughs> Theory, if you have seen the series, Penny and Sheldon are having a conversation and uh, Mm -hmm. Sheldon is holding on to some anger aspect of Leonard, his roommate. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sheldon is angry and Penny tells him, just let it go. And Sheldon says, how? And Penny says, (laughs) okay, close your eyes. And he closes his eyes. Penny says, imagine that you are holding a pen. Sheldon (laughs) imagines it. And Penny (laughs) says, drop the pen. It is comical. It is on a lighter note. but. It makes you think.
2: Yeah.
0: If it is really that easy. And for most of us, we can say no. But I am sure that there are people who have gone through a lot and they are nodding.
2: Yeah. And
0: you people are the ones who are supposed to set an example. I mean, I am nodding my head off like it's going to fall. Same me too. <laughs> because I
1: am someone who is very, very, um, you know, I'm, I'm finding it very difficult to let go of that pen because i don't know for some reason that holding that pen seems very easy okay and you know not just easy it is more of i feel safe weirdly even though the pen is hurting me i feel safe but yet i know for a fact that i don't have to draw on myself with that pen i just need to let go and you know just go crazy in life isn't it
2: on this note you need to have courage to let the pen drop and
1: that my dear friends is what I want to touch upon because courage again, courage is an aspect which I felt this thing a while ago or maybe a day back that a day before sorry English, English Nazis uh, uh, a day before uh, when I was stuck in a zone I was just contemplating and contemplating on what life is, what happiness is, what do I need to do in life, etc, etc, etc. And then one moment came along where I was like, okay, my head is going to explode, I have to calm down or at least just take a break. Mm -hmm. I reached out to my phone and I started to play some random game. And while I was playing it, I was going on to my YouTube music and I was putting on some music that I really love. Why did I do this? Because somewhere I felt like there is no more emotion left in me. There is nothing else that I can do right now. I am just floating on this particular ocean of thoughts not drowning yet not swimming not even being able to get out of it. So I was just laying just lying on my back and it hit me that When you are at the bottom most point in your life, which people like to call it is when you are completely feeling heavy with all these emotions, all these negativity or anything for that matter. And you just reach out to this particular thing. What I could understand from this was that that is courage in the most weakest form, but it is courage courage to do what just have a change of thought that's it reach out to something completely different and let let yourself come out of the train of thought maybe you are in a train you are arriving at a station you just get down and you embrace that particular area very minute thing but you just want to do it why because you are looking at the same people you are traveling with for about i don't know if you're going uh, you know if you're traveling uh, about 1000 kilometers You really want a change of, you know, people, right? Yeah. So I think that's what it was for me. And when I was listening to you both, it occurred to me that courage starts from that. If you are capable to, you know, even let go of that train of thought for a particular moment, you can increase the intensity of that courage, talk to people, let yourself come out of it, do things do actions that you love that can get you out of whatever you know you are going through. Maybe confront the person who's hurting you, or maybe just do something that you really fear. Courage is something that is there within all of us. All we have to do is identify what form of courage is, is it. Only then we'll be able to take this courage, claim the freedom, and then we have.
2: And just to add to his point, you have to tap in to yourself to find that courage. Agreed. And also, the courage of just reaching out to someone or reaching out and doing something that can pull you away from the thoughts that you're drowning in is a huge thing. And if any of you has done that, and if no one has acknowledged it, I am acknowledging it right now. I am so proud of you for doing it. I am so proud of you for reaching
1: out. Even if you accept the fact that there is something, that is, that also is a sign of courage.
2: Even yeah.
1: just accepting. Like, yes, I am going through this and this. I am going through that and that. It is a sign of courage. And I also want to say that I am proud of you all. Warm hugs <laughs> and embraces. Much love, people. Really. Much love.
2: And we are saying this on a very genuine level.
1: Yes. Even though it's
2: light-hearted, but we deeply mean.
1: Yes. I mean, all three of us have gone through something and we know what it means to even just accept it, even reach out to someone. And to
2: get that acknowledgement that I did it and you did it. And if you're listening to this, it means that you somewhere in some form you have related to this quote and that's why you've clicked on to listen more about it.
1: Exactly.
2: And like doing that also is a huge thing
1: and by and in the core in the core we really want to also acknowledge the fact that uh, we try to record this try to record a conversation because somewhere we felt that this is what you know uh, it was for us we wanted to reach out to people who are going through the same thing and also just you know give our two cents <laughs> of our mind our yeah. experiences it may be helpful, you may be like, ah, what are they saying, but somewhere it is like, uh, you know, we are really fortunate that we are able to do this and we want to reach out to you guys. So please reach back to us.
0: I would like to give my two cents over Oh, here. <laughs> oh sure, sure. And um, I also am proud of everybody who's not necessarily everybody who's listening to this, just everybody. Yeah. because. You exist for a reason. Mm. And uh, that reason may be known to you, unknown to you, doesn't matter. And there's one thing which I learned the hard way. Which is, you may, there will be people who are concerned about you, but at the same time, you don't want to open up to those people about it. But it's okay if you don't open about it to them. You just need to accept it to yourself. That is what matters. And just, jut bolo, chalega. Dusro ko jut bolo, chalega. You don't want to open up about it. It's okay. You don't believe in God. It's okay. If you don't believe in God, yeah. If you do believe in God and you don't want to open up to him about it, him or her, about it. It's okay. Just don't lie to yourself. Yeah. That is the most important thing. Absolutely. Because unless and until you acknowledge a problem or acknowledge a situation, there is no next step yeah, which you can do.
2: And it's very, like, it's easier for us to lie to ourselves than to lie to other people. Like, you can lie to yourself anytime if you don't want to accept anything. I can lie to myself that I'm feeling, I'm feeling happy, whereas I'm not feeling happy. And that acknowledging that I'm not feeling happy and understanding why I'm not feeling happy is a huge step. Yeah. Because I can white lie everyone, I can lie to my friends, I can lie to my parents, I can lie to my family. And that is like, you are just saying a jude. But to say is like the easiest lie that you can do.
1: Yeah, I mean lying to yourself is like the ultimate or easiest way out we feel because, eh, you know, Who's gonna say anything? I am not gonna hit myself, right? But that people do. I don't want to, you know, like, invalidate invalidate that because I mean, that's a huge thing. Again, it's a form of courage, but a courage put in the wrong place. Uh, There are other ways out. There are better ways out. There are, you know, positive ways out, which really makes you feel the best things in life. And quickly, I just want to touch upon the topic of fear because that is what is that that's what stops us. Okay. Uh, definitely, we're gonna you know pick this up again in another in the next episode in the other in some other episode because this what we're talking right now is quite huge. So thank you, Thucydides, uh, for quoting this in 400 uh, or around that area of BC. Bef- before Christ. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, but generally, fear because courage comes after you acknowledge that you have fear. Don't you guys agree to it? Right.
0: I completely agree. Because
1: if you don't acknowledge that you have fear, you will not get the courage to overcome that fear.
2: And this might sound very cheesy to most of you all, but when we were uh, researching this uh, little bit of history about yourself, we came across this quote from a uh, you know, website that we link in the bio. And uh, it in translating it in Hindi, it basically meant, Dar ke aage jeet and,
0: yeah. <laughs> and we are not sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> we are not
2: sponsored yet. So yeah. Darki hai is such a common word. It's just thrown away, you know, like it's hard, But are sit down and just think about it, apply it to your life and you like actually, you know. Dar ke aage actual jit hai, dar ke aage actual mein happiness hai.
1: And why? Because that fear is actually created by your mind. It is not there. You have not experienced it yet. It is just the thought of what is going to ha- what is gonna happen to me? Oh my Lord, that is so uncertain. I don't know where it is going to go. And the fear or not knowing the known unknown. See, it is an unknown. You don't know it. Hence, you're fearing. Oh, what is going to happen? Because you're stepping out of your familiar zone. Comfort, so, zone. comfort zone. And I think that's what loosely or easily, you know, can be said about what fear is and Lastly, I just want to also ask this crazy question. I have heard people who say that even though they are restricted by restrictions from the other people, they still feel free. They are still experiencing freedom. So, two things. It's a yes or no question. Do you guys think or is it the case that they are manipulated into thinking that they are free? Or is it actually that they are
2: free? Do you want an answer from us? Yes. I do think that they are manipulated. I think that
0: they are free. Okay. I think they are actually free.
2: And
1: on this note, on this note, on this note, <laughs> because I know you guys are really urging to find, to understand what, why Mukun said what he said and why Aditi said what she said and also my thoughts. We will come back in the next episode and answer this question. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys loved what we spoke. It is just our experiences and our thoughts cramped up into this uh, conversation. And yeah, see you guys in the next one, in the next episode. This is Rishikesh signing off.
2: Before I sign off, I just want to tell you, I'm very grateful that you heard heard us out.
1: Yeah.
2: And also the link to our socials will be added in the description of this podcast. So do mm-hmm. check us out over there. And do please, please, please do join us in our community and become a part of us so that we can have unfiltered conversations with you whenever you want and whenever we want so that, you know, there is no barrier, like you can reach out to us. We are just normal people finding a community or trying to establish a community in which everyone feels heard.
1: And there are no judgments, no, uh, you know, opinions. It is just pure free open space to speak. And we just want to... Good things,
2: to... positive things. Exactly.
1: Because we know what it meant to not have anyone like this and now finally we found each of us, each of each other and yeah, that's why.
2: So, we are free. Yeah, We, we want, have freedom, we, which is making us happy.
1: Exactly. We just want to feel uh, the constructs of life and the way they are. What freedom is, what happiness is and yeah, what it means to have all of these things.
0: Mukund, final thoughts? So on this note, I am glad, I acknowledge, I appreciate and I respect the courage you had to click on this link the freedom you had to access this podcast and the happiness I hope you get after listening to us share our thoughts. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank I, you. Amazing. I also acknowledge, appreciate and all these things.
2: <laughs>
1: just so you know, I haven't spoken about it. it. just I am just filled with so much love for you all. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Yep, bye-bye.
2: We'll see you guys soon.
0: See you soon.